With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is going on, people? You're locked into Wizard Radio and Mars Bukowski, the podcast. And joining me is a shining star from Birmingham doing big, big things. Introduce yourself again for the people. My name is Vincent Darby, and I am very excited to uh, be speaking with you again, my guy. It's yeah, man. Life. Listen, like for anyone who's just like listening to this for the first time, we actually had a big conversation in 2021, and uh, that was when you dropped your, your last like project and couple singles as well. And you're back. You're back now, and uh, yeah, man, it's exciting times for you. I see you revamped the whole style. You're doing like a space Odyssey thing now. Talk yeah. to me, bro. What's the last couple of years been for you? Like, well, I'll be real with you. You know, I'll be real. I mean, obviously, we released. Uh, still here we are, twenty twenty one, and then obviously during COVID, it was kind of difficult to do anything. Like, it was very much a case of like you would you would put your energy into something for something to happen, hoping that everything's going to open up again, and yeah, it just wasn't. And we just come to that point as a team where it was like, listen. We all just, once the, the time's ready, the moment's ready, that's when we'll go. And this year has been has been the right time. Like, I remember literally just before Christmas, my, my manager ran me up. He was like, listen, the three-month plan. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And it's brought us right here to the three months. And everything he said has happened to a T. And it's been an incredible, incredible experience so far over the last couple of months. Yeah. Can't even... Can't even explain it, man. It's such a good feeling. That's that's what we like. I, love. I love to hear that as well because, like you said, sometimes when people put out plans, there's always like a lot of expectation. But the fact that yours is becoming a reality is so important. And like, what were some of the things on that list that you wanted to like tick off for yourself? Like, maybe your manager set some plans out for you. You had your own goals and you've worked together and made it happen. Literally everything that was on the list was just kind of like a joint thing between uh, him and I. Like we, we kind of, well, my whole team and I, we, we basically said, listen, we're gonna, we're gonna shoot the video. Well, we said we're gonna finish the song properly, like mix, master everything. Yeah. Get the right people to mix and master it, shoot the video, and then we're gonna get on the road. And and then all of that's happened and tenfold. And I'm, now I'm just watching everything happen. It's since it is such an insane like thought process for me to like actually try to really pick it apart because it's so it's become over the last like couple months since like the start of this year really it's my life has just become very surreal i can't yeah. lie it's it but it's a great feeling like it's yeah, such yeah. an feeling but it's it's very surreal your ears though you're like mad talented with it and now that you've been able to kind of like go outside and show people that it just people are going to gravitate towards you a lot more do you know what i mean and it's different when you're just listening to like a Spotify link or just something on the radio. It's when you're out there on the stage and people are kind of seeing you perform, they're going to gravitate to you and be like, yeah, we want to hear more from you. So it works out more. Yeah, this is it. It's like, I've always like kind of said that I'm an in-person person. Yeah. So it's like, for me to do like shows and stuff, that's why for 20, like the whole lockdown was so difficult for me because it's like, I'm, I'm not really a digital like person. I don't feel like I carry as well like digitally. 
So it's like being able to get into the spaces again where I can actually perform for people and and really touch people's soul, you know what I'm saying? And sing for them and allow people to actually feel the emotions like properly there in the room. Yeah. And it's it's really, really, really just it, it's 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 everything I've hoped it would be and more. It's yeah. been incredible so far. Amazing. Because, I mean, that's the thing. Last time we spoke, you'd done, like, a, like a tour. And was it, like, 18 or 38 states in America or something crazy? Yeah, yeah, with 38 states in 2019. And it was it was mad. It was such a mad, mad, mad experience. Because it's like when... At that point, I was only 19 as well. So it's like I'd, I'd seen so much. And I'd experienced so much. And it's like... Then lockdown happened. And it was like I felt like a caged bird, man. Like, I felt like... <laughs> I was like, I should be, I should be doing things. I should be like out here, and I just couldn't. And then yeah. now it's like, like the the cage has opened up, and it's like let's go. And it's it's just such an exil like a it's an incredible feeling, man. Like, and I'm yeah. so happy it all. And that's the thing. Like, talk us through the show that you did in Toronto, like quite recently. Like, cause that must have been yeah. a bad experience. Was that the first time you was in Canada as well? No, nah, it's not the first time I've been to Canada. I've, okay. I, uh, I've done. It's the first show I've done. Well, actually, is it? It's the second show I've done in Canada, but the first show I've done in Toronto. Okay. So, well, actually the third, but the um, the show was, was, so Toronto has always been like my second home. So like, I have a lot of family out there and I have a lot of friends and everything out there. So it was like to do the show out there was literally the same energy as doing the Birmingham show. But it was even crazier because there was like so many more people than I expected. Yeah. And it was, and I mean, I keep saying this about all the shows. I'm like, oh, there's more people than I expected. And then I'm slowly coming to the realization of like, I, maybe you shouldn't be not expecting this now. Yeah, like yeah. Maybe you should be like thinking, you know what? This is kind of becoming normal. It was like at the Toronto show, we played um, this place called The Garrison. And the capacity of that room, it, it's a big room. You know what I'm saying? It's a big space. And I remember, and like everybody was like, I'm not, I'm not saying it was sold out or anything like that in Toronto, but Everyone was kind of like sparse. And then I was like, nah, everybody come close. I want to see everybody. Bring as soon as in. everybody come from the sides and I was looking, I was like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, there's a lot of people here. I was like, this is bad. And I was just so happy. And it was just the feeling of it. And it was just like having, just, just looking out and seeing so many people and hearing so many people in Canada as well. Like, a place where you know i'm not from yeah. singing the songs and the same in new york as well like having that exact same thing of you know like new york we um i mean granted not the weather was a bit like it was snowing so like as you Is can imagine it was like, like minus 40 out there like well it was cold it was cold okay. in new york recently but it weren't minus 40 but it was like we actually sold out like we actually hit capacity for new york and that was like I literally remember we sat there in the room, me and um, like one of my members of my team, uh, named Jamel, and she was going through the, this list, and she was like, "What's the capacity of this place?" I googled it, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, it's 110." She was like, "Oh," she was like, "We've uh, hit 110." I said, "What?" She's like, "Yeah." I said, Are "You be serious?" She was like, "Deadly serious." So it was like we hit the the capacity for the room, and like this was before like. We had to close like the ticket sales early because we would hit it already. Yeah. It was like we couldn't get anyone else in, and that was just such a wild, wild sentence to hear someone say to you, especially in New York. And it's like the last time I was in New York, I, I played um, 
so well, we played Rockwood Musical, like, like, so that was where we played the last time as well, and this time. Yeah. So the last time I was a support act, and then this time I've come back as a headliner and managed to sell it out. It was like, yeah, it's such just, a what? It's like the, the progress is like is crazy. Do you know what I'm saying? Because like you said, you're going yeah. in there supporting somebody. You probably might, you probably stay to the end of that show because you're just there to show love, you know, a bit of networking. But now you know that all these people are here for you. It's yeah. a whole different feeling. Do you know what I mean? Oh, it's, a, it's an incredible feeling. It was, it's, it's very, it's very surreal. Like it's extremely surreal. I think for me, I've never really been a person that's been like good at, at being the forefront, if that makes sense. Like I've not had an issue with it, but like I've just never really been in the forefront. Yeah. So it's like now it's like everybody's there to see me. And it's like, what? <laughs> it's like as if these people are taking time out of their day for it, but Again, man, it's just one of those things where I think I've, I've got to slightly, slowly get used to it. I think that it's becoming very, very, very real. Yeah. Like everything that seems to be happening and it's becoming very real. And it's 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 a great feeling. Like it, it feels like, and it's like, I spoke to my producer about it and he was like, it's been the last 10 years of our lives that we've put into this to get to this position. And look at where this position is right now and look where we are. And just hearing somebody else say that, was like was exactly what I needed to hear because yeah. I couldn't tell myself that like it was weird it was like one of those moments where it's like I'm very much a person where I will just keep working until I see that end goal but then to hear someone else tell you it was like whoa yeah that's that was big that was really big for me that's the that where it's like a massive realization for yourself and it's like a personal mental tick that you can just do and you're just like, cool, what's the next goal? What's the next plan? What are we doing? You know what I mean? And yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's, 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 it's so much like wind under my wings. It's so, I'm just excited, man. This is what I like to hear, man. I like to hear this stuff because now I guess what is the next target for you? I feel like we're jumping. We, we did this last time as well. We started with one thing, yeah. Then we went on some mad tangent. Then we came back to the, the current song. Then we went somewhere else. So we're going to keep doing it again. But... So then, what is, what's what's the next target for you, bro? What's the, what's what's uh, what's the plan? Listen, I, I'm just I'm just seeing what happens. I think that at this point, there's so many um, like things in play. Like I've got so many people in the right positions, in the right places, and the right people was at the shows as well. Like some of the people that was in the audience, specifically at that New York show, were like yeah. mavericks. You feel me? Like no messing about. Like. I want you to do this. It was like, for example, that there was um, this one guy who's a program director for iHeartRadio. Yeah. And like, he got kind of mentioned something about potentially doing something the next day, but he wasn't entirely sure. And then he come up to me at the end of the show, he goes, listen, tomorrow, I want, you're going to come to the iHeartRadio um, building. We have this thing called the Dunkin' Donuts Lounge where it's like for new artists. And he was like, we're putting you on it tomorrow. Yeah, and I'm like, whoa! I'm like, are you being serious? And it's like, next thing you know, it's that that moment comes, and I'm walking around the iHeartRadio building and taking pictures everywhere. I'm seeing all the radio hosts, and and I've got like my entourage with me. It's just like it just felt so surreal, and it's yeah. just, and it's like I'm I'm not putting any pressure on any kind of goals right now because I think that all of the hard work has been. No, I don't want to say all of the hard work, but a lot of the hard work's been done. And I think a lot of the seeds have been planted and the trees are blossoming. Mm-hmm. And now it's just time to wait for that fruit to be bared and then we pick it as it comes. Yeah. So I don't really know what that next step or the next goal is necessarily. All I know is, is that I'm going to be back out into the States 
hopefully towards the end of next month because I said that I wanted to spend my birthday out there. So I was like, if we can push it back. So I can spend my birthday in America, like I'll be happy. Yeah, yeah. Listen, don't get too late out there, man. Don't get too excited. I can't <laughs> promise nothing. I cannot <laughs> promise nothing. Listen, you want to have fun anyway, at the end of the day. You do business, you get some good pleasure out of it. That's what you want. You know what I'm saying? This is it. This is it. Like I'm doing this. I do this really and truly because it's it, it's A, it's the gift that I was given to sing and and B, it's like I'm in a position where I get to explore life in a way that not many people get to. Yeah. And like, I don't ever want to forget the fact that I'm still living my life and I don't want to forget those things. Like, and I still want to be able to enjoy it. Like, and I want to be able to, like, don't get me wrong. It is a lot of hard work, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I, I want to, not everyone gets to be in this position. And it's like, sometimes you've got to like have that fun as well. Like it's all about the balance and yeah. uh, I'm just, I'm excited. It's like, I didn't get to do anything when we was out in Toronto, um, in New York the last time, like this time. So it was very much like, listen, we're here for work, we work, work, work. And then after the Toronto show, we uh, we went on a night out, like me and some of the people that we shot the music video with. Yeah. So that was uh, a great, like, kind of finishing hurdle for us. But yeah, yeah man, I, I, you've got you've to have the nice balance, you know what I'm saying? Facts. Yeah, because the thing is, if you, I feel like if you work too hard, you don't enjoy what you're actually doing. And that is a spiral that you just don't want to be on. You want to be appreciative. Like appreciating it enjoying but working hard at the same time exactly and and then the thing is as well once you once you get into that swing of working hard you stay in it so yeah. it's not it doesn't feel like a challenge or a battle it just feels like second nature and then it's like everything else is like just selective oh let's do this or let's do that and that's kind of where i'm at right now which is which is a really really nice feeling to be like here in this moment with everything going on and have this mindset as well yeah yeah it's really exciting so let's talk about like your kind of transformation of the sounds and the visuals that you're putting out right now. So I feel like we're Spaceman Vincent at this point now. Do you know what I mean? We're in a different Blasting up, man. Letting everyone know that this is what we're doing is out of this world. That was that was literally the, the thought process. We was like, how yeah. do we how do we get that across? Like, how do we show to people what we're about to do isn't it's not normal? Like, mm. how do we say to people like, yo? yeah everyone everybody's great everyone does what they do but how do we show people that what we're doing is just an is just off off and then someone said well spaceman i was like spaceman i said i'm down for that and that the rest was history man and then yeah then we could be camp out and and that's where we're at now and it's just the most i'm so proud of myself which is something i rarely ever say as well but Mm. I'm so proud of everything that's going on around me and just all the people as well that are involved and it's just a really, really good place to be. Yeah. Now, big up yourself, man. I think that's the thing. When you put it in the hard work and like we said, that period of lockdown where it was, you couldn't really do anything and you knew you were ready then to take off, now you're able to do that. It's more credit to you for actually making it happen and, you know, releasing this brand new single. And then before you even break down the single a little bit, because you know we like to do that here as well. Like... With the, the the outfit that he was wearing, with the whole helmet and stuff on the subway, what were some of the reactions that you were getting? Because I feel like some people might have been like a bit like, "Yo, what's, what's going on here? Like, why am I in NASA right now?" Yeah, now nah, enough people said it, but I listen. I'm one of them people where I was like, "Yeah, I'm wearing a space helmet. I'm what? Like, I'm what? <laughs> you feel me? I'm what? Get ready, like, get used to it, bro. I'm I'm taking off. Mm. Like, that's what it is. Like, there's no games being played. You feel me? It's like I'm not a timid person. I'm not a fearful person. I don't worry about other people's opinions necessarily. Yeah. 
Like, obviously, I take it into consideration, but I don't let opinions dictate what I'm going to do. So mm. it's like people, some some of like my friends are like, yo, I don't know about that. And I thought, well, and I, I thought to myself, yeah, you don't know about that, but that's why you do a nine to five. Do you know what I mean? And it was one of them ones to me where it was like, you, I have to be like this to do what I want to do. Yeah. Like, I, why would, why do I want to be normal? Like everything that I'm working towards isn't exactly a normal thing. So I'm not going to be normal in any way, shape or form. I'm going to, I'm going to push that boat out as far as I can push it. Yeah. And that's where we're at. And that's why, that's why the space helmet and everything just works well. It's just the idea of letting everybody know. And then even mixed with like the sonic of the song as well. Like it all just kind of encapsulated wow. really nice. Like it was like this futuristic, like out of space kind of feel. And it was yeah. like, it just all kind of like all the dots joined up and it was like, yeah. This it's, works. It's the thing is, for me, it's like the record. Like before, I saw any of the imagery. Like I looked at the just the sound, or not looked at it. Listened to the sound of the track, and I was like, "This does sound like futuristic. Like this could be like the, the three thousand or the year three thousand or something like that." Like it's got that even like a Daft Punk feel to it as well. Like where people could like mix it. I'm like, I'm really liking this because it's different from what you was doing a couple of years ago, which was more like ballady and stuff like that. This feels like, I guess you can play this in the clubs as well as play this like as you're chilling and relaxing. Yeah, that's the energy. And funnily enough, you're saying about the Daft Punk thing. So the producer for the song, they're from Paris as well. Oh, man. There's, just, there's something about that French sound to me that's just so like... Yeah. The French, the way they produce is such a, an elegantly sexy way of doing it. And it just, for me, it would just work so well. And there's so much like... On the project, like the, the album, I should say now, which is basically done, there's a lot of French production on there, yeah. which is just like, it It just has like this, this like, I don't even know how to explain it. It just, it's just got this luxury to it. And I just love it. Like there's something about the French and their production that just to me just sits different. Yeah. And I love it, man. And it just works so well with what I'm doing. So it just, it's a real nice like midpoint. For you, you've always seemed to have had like a very continental like core around you. Do you know what I mean? Like it would mm. be like family in Toronto. Obviously, you're saying most of the production is coming out of Paris. Like, you know what I mean? That's going to be a different vibe altogether as well. And like yeah. you've got the, the, the Birmingham core. And obviously like even the city of Birmingham is changing so much now. Like mm. with different things coming in. So like, Obviously, you kind of traveling and coming back and forth. Like, what are some of the changes you're seeing in the music culture, like in the Midlands at the moment? You know what? It's it's it's, it's nice to see like what's going on. Like, I'm definitely noticing R and B becoming more of a thing here. Yeah. Like before, it just wasn't. It really wasn't a thing, and it was kind of disrespected. Like I felt, like I feel as if there's a lot of us doing R and B that was very much five steps behind a lot of people, mm. and now it's very much like. Nah, we're we're very much neck and neck now. Like we're we're pushing it, and I think that that it's it's such a good showcase time right now. Like it's it's like nice to be from Birmingham and be like, yeah, I'm a Brummy, I'm a proud Brummy, doing what I'm doing, and having a lot of other people around me doing the same thing. Yeah, and it's such a nice thing, and especially with Birmingham having the Commonwealth Games not that long ago, and there being like a few well, quite a few people from the Midlands that was performing, so like Georgia Smith. Mahalia and people like that and it's like it's just letting people know on that global level like Birmingham's here with R&B too yeah, and yeah. it's that showcase of it and it's such a night like a it's a very comforting feeling for me because 2019 2020 21 that didn't really exist 
Mm. Like it was, it was there. Don't get me wrong; it's always existed, but it was very much in the shadows, lurking. Yeah. And now it's like the sun. The sun's changed the position, and the sun's shining on it. And it's it's nice. It's nice now to be like, yeah, this is what we're doing. Like, look at what we're doing. Yeah. And I, and that's what I'm proud of. And I'm and I, I I'm proud to be part of that as well. Yeah, I mean, like, who apart from yourself are like some of the artists that have kind of helped change that? Because obviously, music culture changes all the time, anyway. So that's yeah. always, always a thing. But like, what have you noticed? In what, like, who are the triggers in the city that helped change? Well, as I say, I think to be honest, like Georgia Smith is yeah. a big one because she she's obviously been doing her stuff for a minute, but she's kind of she's allowed like people to to connote the West Midlands with her and okay. her sound which is like one thing that's like been really good. Then obviously Mahalia, I mean, granted she's from Leicester, but we went to school together in city center in Birmingham. So it's like, to me, she's a, she's a brummie. You know yeah, what I'm honorary, saying? Honorary brummie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Her yeah. mom lives five minutes away from where I live. So it's like, to me, she's, she's like me, but just with a Leicester accent. So it's like, <laughs> there's, there's people going, there's people around, man. And there's people just showing up and it's, it's really refreshing. But my thing more so right now is about, kicking that door open yeah. because I feel like people have already kind of opened it but I want to kick the door open and help as many people through it as well like while the door is open yeah it's like for example like on the tour that I just went on I, my guitarist the, the lad that I brought with me he literally he lives five minutes away from where I live Mad. and it was I wanted to make sure that I had someone that was round from where I'm from I wanted to give that opportunity to someone I wanted to be able to be like yo bro like this doesn't happen to us. Mm-hmm. Like we do not get these opportunities. I'm being presented with it. Let me bring you with me yeah. because I want you to experience this life as well. Yeah. I want you to know that this is real because he's he's two years younger than me, and it's like I just I know what it's like when you get an opportunity. Like they don't come around all the time, and I, I, as far as I'm concerned, if I'm in the position to give out an opportunity to someone, yeah. I'm gonna do it. I'm re- I'm always gonna do it 100 percent of the time. And that's exactly why I wanted him to come with me and and it was such a good time, like having yeah. rounds like that. Do you know what is it? Someone that like you can relate to a little bit more as well. Cause you know, like when you're somewhere far away and then there's like a joke that you could run, but like you can only run it with someone from your area because they're yeah, it's that. And it's like the camaraderie and like bringing like a bit of like Birmingham into Canada into New York and stuff like that it adds a different flair than just kind of picking up a random person or like your team just organizing someone and just bringing them there yeah no 100 it, it to be honest as well one of the reasons I wanted to do it was like as you say like almost on a comfort level because it's very much for me like uh, a case of like it does get kind of the, well the last thing I remember when I was on tour the one thing that I missed was hearing mm. a familiar accent like it was, that was the thing that was hard. Yeah, yeah. It was like being like surrounded by American accents or Canadian accents. It, it, it become a lot for me. It was a bit like, whoa, like mm-hmm. I'm mad about it, but I'm so used to the black country accent that it's like yeah. that now it's like having someone with me with the same accent as me is it's great. But I, because as I say as well, because I've spent so much time as well over there already, like mm-hmm. previous, I get all of their sense of humours and they know my jokes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But 100%, though, it does help having someone local. You know what? I feel like as time goes on, though, you're going to, like, obviously that point, I understand what you're talking about, but you're going to be travelling the world so much. There might be, like, six months where you're not going to hear anybody from, like, even a UK accent, let alone a black country. So 
Like, you, you're gonna have to get ready. Exactly, man, exactly. But I thought, you know what, while I'm in this position where I can still kind of dictate things, let me do that. But it's true what you're saying, man. Like, there's gonna come a time where it's gonna be a very, very long time until I hear a Brummie accent again, but I'm ready for it, you know what I'm saying? And it's, it's what I've been practicing for and what I've been putting my time and my effort in for. So I'm very aware and prepared for that. Yeah, I mean, let's let's move on. Let's talk about, let's bring it back centrally to you. Yeah, let's talk about this album, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? The big, the big album dropped now. The one that a lot of people are excited for. And um, when is it? Well, I don't even know if you, how much you can say, but I'm, I'll just leave it. I'll just say, let's talk about the album and I'll let you say talk about what we can say, what we can't say, like when it's coming out and the, the key facts. Well, listen, at this moment in time, there's no specifics at the minute. It's, okay. it's very much finished, but like the vocals are all cut. So the songs are finished, cut, written. Everything still needs to be mixed and mastered. And there is going to be another project before the album. Oh, wow. So there, okay. it's something that's already been done from time ago. Like when I say time, I'm talking mid last year was done, ready to go. And we just sort of was like, again, we'll wait, we'll wait. The patience, patience is a virtue. And so there'll be an EP first, but trust me, yeah, the album, I, I literally earlier, I was just rehearsing, like running through it. And man, um, I'm very excited to see what happens because the way that it, the way that it feels and the songs on there, and it's just like, you know, like it's very much, it touches back on the original version of me, like when I first like was releasing stuff and, there's so much growth in it as well. And I think that that's the thing that I'm really like proud of with it. Yeah. But when that moment comes for the world to hear it, I, trust me, I'll let you know. I will let you know. Listen, I will be here spinning it, playing it, supporting it. Do you know what I mean? Like headline show, I'm a beater. Because like, even with like the EP with growth and progression and stuff like that, it's always nice to hear it. And I feel like in hip hop, for example, you can always hear it for someone's like first project because they sound mad hungry. Compared to like their tenth album, where they're like, "I've got all the money now. I'm just making this so I can keep my money good." But like, I guess for you and then in R and B in general, like, how do you think that gets reflected across? Because if you're singing and you sing well on your first album, how do you kind of develop your skills by the time you get to your like your third or fourth project? I think it's all just about your craftsmanship. I think that it's about how you navigate it, and I think it's about your honesty as well. And I think, because that's the thing that with R&B, that's what it is. It's rhythm and blues. It's it's about you being honest. Mm. And I think it's about being fearless to like express how you actually feel. And I think obviously my biggest thing now, like especially like going like with other projects, because we've finished the first album, but we've written like about three albums worth of material. So like there's a lot of stuff there already. Yeah. But it's like, Oh, as the time comes, there'll be more stuff that gets added on to it. And it's it's about just being able to showcase my personal growth. Because that's for me, that's the important thing. It's it's my it's my body of work at the end of the day and it's what I want to put out and and I just want to be able to showcase that growth. And it's like the growth from the, the baby OI EP to what the next EP is gonna be is it, it trust Monument, me. It, monumental. Yeah, there's you can definitely feel that, that it's like yo. The the years the world the world may have felt like it stopped, but you can definitely tell that I haven't, yeah, and that's yeah. one thing I'm really proud of with it. And I think it represents it. It's like I described it as like COVID music to someone mm -hmm. because just a big like a big mix of everything that kind of happened through that period of time and just that personal growth that I think that I went through and 
you know, like meeting the people that I met and the songwriters that I met up with and the producers I met like via FaceTime and just the stuff that I did. And it's just really and truly just shows that that like even though we we was put on put on pause, we didn't stop growing. Well, mm. and I it didn't musically, and that's why I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I mean you're you're saying facts because like there are some people that did pause. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. They're they're the ones that are trying to catch up now because when everything kind of opened up last year, more so everyone's like, okay, let's get back on it. Whereas like someone like yourself who was already out here grinding 2020, 2021, early 22, what more can you say? Do you know what I'm saying? This is it. This is it. It's like, you can't put it down, man. You can't, you, you got to just keep it going regardless of what's going on. And uh, we, we really didn't, at any point did we go, you know what, let's just take a break. Mm. None of us, like that was like, regardless, man, let's just keep growing. Let's push. Let's, let's just make stuff. Yeah. Like let us, let this be our therapy. Like let us, let this be our our getaway. Like let let it be our little sanctuary. And and I think that it was that was the best move from me and my writing writing partners was the best thing ever. Yeah. And it really up to all of us, man. Like it was just such a a great experience for all of us to go through like together. Mm. And the thing is, oh, my writing partners we'd never actually met in real life. We worked together for three years. Okay. But we met the other week in Toronto. So we was at a. Um, yeah what i'd like to call a billionaire's paradise Man, so like this, okay. he um yeah he, he he must be a billionaire i never met him but he's he's rich yeah. basically he bought land and built like a village on the land that's wild one he's got a garage right this like garage has a studio in it and it has an apartment upstairs like yeah. a, a state-of-the-art studio like downstairs and then next to it there's like a big glass wall the other side of this glass wall is about like 35 million dollars worth of cars what yeah no word of a lie yo <laughs> i'm talking lamborghinis bugattis um maseratis old vintage classic cars a bulletproof nah. truck rolls royces bentley's bugattis why, like i obviously i know you got a lot of money but why do you need a bulletproof truck do you know what i mean that's... this is what i thought i thought what's this man preparing for that i don't know about yeah that's what, you know what i'm saying <laughs> it, it, it might me feel a bit on edge because i thought we're actually on a compound in the middle of nowhere why have you got this? Let's not ask questions. You know what I'm saying? Because you get answers you might not need. Facts. So, I'm just there to. I'm just there to link up with everybody and keep it moving. This is it. No, for <laughs> real, man. For real. It was like at the place where we were staying at. So like on the compound, like there was like a, a guest house where we were staying, and there was like one rule on there, like that just said, "Do not go in the basement." And we were all there, like, "Yo, what?" Yeah. And I literally, everybody was like getting on edge, like, "Well, this is weird." I'm like, "Yo." Sometimes in life, man, there's questions with answers we don't need. That's one of the answers we do not need until at least we're leaving. Because I do not want to be finding out there's some crazy stuff in that basement. Exactly. And I'm still here for another four days. Like, that's not part of something I'm signing up for. Yeah, like, I'm not going to lie. That's too specific. Like, it's too, yeah, like... What were you saying? Yeah. Listen, I'm glad, you're, I'm, glad, I'm glad you're here talking to me now. So that you didn't go to the basement. <laughs> nah, we didn't. I know. I can't even lie to you. You know, I actually I laid out a full plan. I laid out a plan to everybody. I said, "Listen, if anything mad happens, we're going straight to my uncle's house. I can explain to him when we get there. It'll be all right." Yeah. I was like, "I'm too shook for this," because it was just it was such a surreal moment, like being with these people that I'd never been with. So everything already was so heightened, mm -hmm. and it was like it was already a bit more like excited. And so, like when you read something like that, that's a bit like. On the nose, you're like, whoa, yeah. okay, that's a bit weird. But listen, we're all good. We're all here to tell the story. We had a good time there, man. 
exactly and i want to say like just thank you for joining me today yeah, and chatting to you about the stories it's been great to catch up and like just see your development man it's been really really good good no i'm glad i'm glad because it means a lot as well especially because you saw what it was like before as well and i'm excited for you to just see what the rest of this journey is like yeah. because even i myself don't really know what the rest of the journey is going to be like but all i all i know is i can't speak all i know is i can put my hardest my hardest into it and put my, my the best effort i can and just see where i end up but the way that everything's positioned at this moment in time is such an incredible incredible feeling and i'm so happy yeah i mean that's what i'm saying like i remember speaking to you like two years ago and you was like the optimism was there but now i feel yeah. like it's it's been executions happened and there's even like you said like you've got like this momentum going behind you right now and it feels like you're almost unstoppable with what you're doing right now and no, it does. yeah it really does and it's it's it feels really rewarding and that's that's probably the best way to explain it it's it's such a good feeling think it's such a good feeling yeah i mean that's the thing i'm like i'm gonna leave it there because i want to i want to hear some more stories in six months to a year's time do you know what i mean maybe when the project drops the full album then we'll come back and do this again yeah, and keep doing the check-ins listen vincent appreciate you every single time Make sure you come back soon and enjoy. Just no basements, yeah? Just be safe. <laughs> oh, well, don't you worry. Don't you worry, bro. Don't you worry. And enjoy your birthday as well when you go out there. Get lit. I will. I will. <laughs> Thank you, man. Listen, look after yourself. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.